Welcome to Ben Navarra's podcast with your host, Ben Navarra's. Okay, all right, let's do it. Howdy and welcome back to the podcast, the Ben Thinking Podcast. I am thinking about calling the people that listen to the podcast thinkers. Oh, dude, that's amazing. Thinkers is extremely creative. Simple, but good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I so. mean, what do you do when you run these things, bro? You get us thinking, right? That's the entire idea. That's the entire idea. So thank you, thinkers, for coming back on and tuning in. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful Sunday. So thank you for taking the time to to listen, and I'm very grateful for having Rod on the podcast today. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's a it's an experience. It's an experience. <laughs> it's a beautiful Sunday, and uh, just. A reminder to be conscious of our of our community and how important it is, you know? Yeah. So, Rod, yeah. thanks for coming on, man. Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me. It is a blessing, honestly. This is, I'd like to say, the blessing of the day. There are many blessings in the days we have, but this is the blessing of the day. You know in, like, Sesame Street, how there was the word of the day, the number of the day? This is the blessing of the day. I like that. I like that a lot. Honestly, bro, you can learn a lot from Sesame Street, bro. If you really pay attention. <laughs> I haven't watched Sesame Street in years. Right? Oh, I bet. I bet. Do you watch Sesame Street regularly? Actively, nah. No, but the things in Sesame Street have definitely lived with me, you know? From Oscar being a grouch, but actually loving everybody, you know what I'm saying? To the Cookie Monster and his insatiable addiction for cookies, you know? There's lessons in these things. Sometimes he really couldn't help. But to have a cookie, you know, yeah. fucking Elmo being such a sweet, loving person and welcoming it. Well, he welcomed everyone into his world. You know, that was the beauty of Elmo's world. He was like, this is my domain and I'm showing everybody what's going on, you know. So I like to say we can learn a lot. All, every single character is made for a reason. You know, they all have their own projections and you could say characteristics that revolve and tie into our everyday lives you know that is cool i mean it's been a very long time since i've even entertained the thought of sesame street sesame street (laughs) it's not something i ever really think about but it's something that we grew up with it is it is man and you don't have you don't have you don't have a child huh no 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 kids you want to show your your kids sesame street i don't know that we're gonna have kids you don't think so i don't think so Really? I think there's there's something really cool about having kids and like continuing on the legacy, if you will, or like like hopefully putting good things out into the world. But at the same time, that I feel like it's just so damn expensive. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, just to just to exist on my own, it's expensive. Hey, you're right. You're right. No, li- living in general is very expensive, and welcoming a new life to this world is gonna cost you. Should it cost just to even have the child itself? Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Oh yeah, excuse. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna check something real quick. Yeah, by all means, by all means. Tell me something. Where, where, where are you from, Rod? 
Dude, I'm from California, bro. Southern California. I um, you could like, I like to say I'm a nomad. You know, a bit of a nomad. I've lived all over SoCal. I lived in Moreno Valley for a bit, Riverside. I stayed in LA with my auntie for a while. Um, I lived with my my grandma for a while before she passed. Um, San Bernardino, Colton, bro. I was born in Orange County. <laughs> shit, man. You can say I'm a Disney baby. I don't know shit about Disney though. Not for real, at least. I've only been to Disneyland like twice. You've been more than me. Oh, really? Yeah. Never been to Disneyland? Never been to Disneyland. You know, man, I'm, I'm going to let you know right now, bro. It's kind of just nostalgia bait, you know? It's just kind of to remind you of what Disney once was. And they add, you know, like the new concepts and everything, but it's, you're not missing anything. The rides aren't glorious. I'd say, you know, go to Six Flags if you want to have a good time. You take Disneyland. You take kids to Disneyland, you know, or like, you know, mom. You know, like, you know, show her, like, you know, Mickey Mouse and, you know, shit like that. But you're not missing nothing. I would still like to get... I've been to Universal. Universal's That's nice. close. Yeah. Have you been to Universal? Three times. Damn. Just enough to count. Just enough to count. Hey, I'd say, I'd say you know, because a lot of people, like, you know, they, they kind of, they get used to it. Like, my little cousin, he's been to Universal so many times, like, he can't count on his fingers. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I don't care. You know, he's very conceited about it. Not conceited, but what's the word? Hmm. He just, he's entitled, you know? Matter of fact, like, oh yeah, I just went to Disney World again. Yeah, you know? Shook hands with Iron Man. Met the Hulk a couple times. You know, he did the Smash thing, but you know, just the Hulk. You like one of those? Just the Hulk. Just the Hulk. Like, man, what? It's a nine foot (laughs) goblin, bro. (laughs) I go crazy in his presence. But hey, man, it's just the Hulk, right? I don't even know if they have the Hulk at Disneyland, but they should. I don't know if Hulk is Disney. Oh, yeah, I guess Marvel's Disney, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out, so I'm sure that so it's there. So my boy just went, my boy T, he just went, and um, he just, like, showed us. Well, he pulled up the YouTube video, but they have, like, this water show where they show, like, all these, like, moments in Disney. Like, they covered, like, the princesses, some Star Wars stuff, some Marvel things. Like, that was the main three, but they did it perfectly. It's, like, it's a water show, but you see, like, like projections of these characters and things like that. Like, they did things like Doctor Strange and Endgame and shit, bro. And it's it's a trip. It's a trip. Definitely stay till close if you are to go to Disneyland, you know? You definitely want to see, like, the, the wonderland of it all. Fireworks shows and all that shit. It gets extravagant. Are there any fire sh- like fireworks shows every night? I like to think so. I mean, I, I haven't... You know, it's been three times? Yeah, yeah, you know? So, like, the times I went, they did a fireworks show, so I'd like to, you know, assume so. But you can't quote me. I'm not really, like, a Disneyland type of kid, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I, Why, like, why'd you move out to Vegas? It was my mom, man. My, it was my mom, you know? I was 12 when I moved out to, to Las Vegas. I, like, just dropped everything. I didn't even have my sixth grade, sixth grade promotion into middle school. Like, we just... Up and left, we were like, we're going. I didn't finish, so I did a uh, an animal project, right, on the gray wolf. And I didn't even get to do my presentation. Like, I like went, I went, we went to Vegas like two, three days before. Broke my heart. Are you still mad about it a little bit? Yes and no. Yes, because you know that's my home. You know, and to just get pulled from your home is insane. You know, I I, I miss some of my friends out there. I'm still in touch with some of my friends out there, but. I've met so many. I've met so many new people out here, you know, out in Vegas. That it's like I can't even. I can't complain, you know. Life goes as it will, and I have no complaints. Has it been hard in comparison to make friends? Obviously, different stages of your life, but was it difficult to make friends here in Las Vegas in comparison to over there? No, not really. 
Not really. I, I'd say it was honest. I've always kind of like just had a thing where like, you know, I kind of just gravitate to people. You know, I just, I talk. I talk my ass off, bro. I can't not be somewhere and not say something about it, you know? And I guess people see that and they're like, okay, he's a cool friend, you know? And they just, we go from there. I used to be a little bit of a class clown, you know, because school was the escape. You know, I'd go home and it would just be, I don't know, it wouldn't be fun. You know, I'd be ready to go to school. I was excited to go to school and I was excited to hang out with my friends and do good in school. So when I got home, I got that praise, you know? So... I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a, it's a thing, you know, I don't know, I'm kind of branching off a bit and all, but overall, I'd like to say it's pretty easy making friends in general, you know, especially when people listen to what you have to say and when you're listening to what they have to say. We were talking about that right before we started recording and how important it is. Mm-hmm. It takes two to it build does. a relationship, right? It takes two people to be involved in a conversation. Very much so listen and contribute and add value and and to be vulnerable to an extent and saying man i'm, I'm feeling like this today well why mm-hmm. are you feeling like this today yeah you know taking the time to listen to somebody is what changes the game for any relationship Mm-hmm. that's that's real man that's real and to kind of you know touch up on that you know about vulnerability and all that i have a friend you know and i don't i'm not gonna put out his business you know you know none of that but he he's going through some things, you know, and he didn't necessarily address them with us when he came to visit us, but he let it out, but he didn't know how to let it out. You know, he's like built up this crazy wall that has gotten so tall that he doesn't even know where it ends, you know, and I like to say in life, vulnerability is a great thing. People should learn to be a little bit more vulnerable. You know, it shows everybody that we're not all Superman. We're all Clark Kent. You know, there's chinks in our armor. There's all there's definitely chinks in our armor, but I think it's 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 hard when people are trained after so long of having being vulnerable, or even like if even their in their home life of being vulnerable and then it not being allowed, and so people become trained in thinking, oh, I can't with people because I'm a burden, or because um, people people just don't want to hear it. But in reality. Not everybody's like that. Like it's like a mini game. It's a little bit of a mini game, right? It's just, there's there's like a if you've never talked on a mic before, it's like a little bit of a okay, like how do I move and when do I do? Like how do I talk? Uh, I obsessed so much at the very beginning that I would just spend hours sitting on my couch and just practicing. It's like fiddling, back, like, yeah, and like okay. listening to the audio and saying, "Oh man, I do this a lot," or "I don't do this a lot," and and I would like to add this in. Um, but at the same time, try to keep as much of your voice true to who it is and yeah. not lose it. It's it's it is an art. It's hard. <laughs> it is so hard because oh, as I soon bet. as you put those headphones on, you put that mic in front of you. A lot of people will change, and and I've had it where people will come on, we'll talk for a little bit, and then all right, we're gonna start recording. I'll click record, and then nothing. Whoa! And I'm like. Hey, like, give me some, like, talk to me. Like, we were just talking, like, what's going on? Like, come on. They just get, like, overwhelmingly shy. I mean, I understand that, though, you know? Like, not everyone's really meant to, you know, share their opinion. Some people don't necessarily value their opinion enough to share it, you know? Or just, they're just, they get stage fright. Good point. You don't think, you know, Will Smith got some stage fright at some point in his life? Good point. You know? I think if I didn't spend those hours alone that'd be much more difficult 
in the moment of doing it. And even then, if I can tell, like, when I stop practicing, yeah, that you kind of lose the skill, right? And so, just, yeah. just like anything. And today, it's been probably a couple weeks since I've recorded. I've been taking a little bit of a break. Oh, yeah? Why is that? I took a break because, I honestly, a little bit of... Com- not. I don't know if complacency is the right word, but I think part of it is being in the new place, trying being in the new environment, trying to figure out how to find my place, my people, feel comfortable yeah. in the studio itself, uh, buying new equipment. Like, I want to, I'm trying to make sure that it's perfect before people come in, and, that, and that's not fair to both myself and the people coming in, right? Like, I mean... There's nothing that's really, truly perfect. Yeah, I was just about to say that, bro. Nothing is really perfect. Don't set too high of a standard for yourself that you can't ever meet it. Yeah. That was Arnold's problem. He was fucking, what, the most, like, beautiful man in the world at some point. He was like, every time he looked in the mirror, he hated himself. You know what I'm saying? Don't... How do I put this one? Batman doesn't necessarily go around solving crime with the thought that he's going to solve every crime. He solves what he can. You know, he, he fixes what he what he can. What, you know what I'm saying? Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. He does what he can. And instead of going and trying and worrying about every little minor detail, you know what I'm saying? He's not going to go and stop some guy that's robbing a, a grocery store or stealing like a, a pack of meat. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna go for the, the bigger problems. Don't let the little problems, you know, bother you too much. They'll smooth over. They will smooth over. It's the natural flow of life, man. It is the natural flow of life. What made you so introspective? Have you always been this kind of guy? Yeah. Or has it been okay. Yeah. I well I have I have five brothers. You feel me? And they all have sisters. And I am the only child with we all have the same mom but i have a different dad from everybody else my older brothers have the same dad my little, my younger brothers have the same dad but it's just me wow. you know and i like they're my brothers and i love them you know what i'm saying forever but we're a little different you know like they have their similarities that make them them because they are you could say 100% of each other and then my little brothers are the same way but i'm more so like in the middle you know we have the same genes but our personality is different and it's because of our genes you know yeah. i am my father's son they are their father's sons you know i don't know your brothers but i think you came away doing pretty all right yeah yeah dude your energy is is unmatched in comparison to anybody else so we know each other from the gym right yeah um for people that don't know right but from the moment that we were introduced, it's like, man, this guy, you know, this guy's got high energy. He's personable. Yeah. He's a good dude. Like, you carry a lot of these traits around with you. And then the more you get to talk to you, the more um, wisdom you can tell that you've, you oh. have. And so where does that wisdom originate? And, like, you've lived a lot of life, right? And, and I like only, to think, yeah. It's In only, these 19 years, yeah. It's, only, it's the only way that you really can I... understand and talk. I've never really had any supervision, you know. I've I've always kind of really been on my own. I've figured out everything just about on my own. Like I've had a good support system. I'm not gonna say I I'm I'm not gonna say I didn't have a good support system. My family, I love them unconditionally. They love me unconditionally. But 
I also realized like at a pretty young age that I'm like a lot different than everyone else you know I'm just I'm I'm me in ways I could kind of say I've always felt alone in this grand planet you know in ways we all feel like that you know we all feel alone but I've learned to kind of just use my loneliness as a tool and to figure it out figure out who I am you know on my own and whenever I do talk to people you know people like you people like the mailman you know I take in what they tell me and I try and apply it to my life. You know, Bruce Lee, he had a way of life and it was, you take in all information, you know, you apply what works to you and you discard the rest and that's how I live my life. You know? Bruce Lee knew what he was doing. Bro, Bruce Lee's a fucking genius. Like, (laughs) 100%, 1,000, you know, like he, he's paved the way for a lot of great minds, simply put. He was so dedicated to himself, you know, and, finding his own way that it projected onto everything he did. You know, he was a hell of an actor, but he was he's probably, I'd like to say, the greatest martial artist to ever, you know, exist. And it wasn't necessarily because of how flashy he was or nothing, but it was the dedication. I'd also put Mike Tyson up there, you know, as an honorable mention. He's also a very dedicated person. Probably not in his younger years, but nowadays, if you really see, like, his growth and development as a human being, you'd be like, damn. That's a martial artist. I'd say he's a martial artist, you know? Boxing is a martial art. It is a martial art. For sure. Without a doubt. I'd say he's a grandmaster. Of boxing? Hell yeah. Pound for pound, I'd say he's the greatest boxer alive. I only saw his event with, was it Roy Jones Jr.? (laughs) That that exhibition fight? Yeah, it was bullshit. The way he moved was insane for being as old as he is yeah how old is he like like 55 something like that yeah. it's like as old as my mom dude yeah my mom can really move move <laughs> i mean fast mm-hmm. quick dude quick hands powerful punches oh. and you could tell that he was kind of holding back in comparison to roy Jones. oh of course he was because the show must go on <laughs> for sure he, he he knows that he's a he's a gladiator you know he's a he's a real warrior because yeah. he, he knows that people are here to pay for this shit. They're here to watch a fight. They're here to watch combat. And he knew that, and that's why it became a draw. He didn't give a fuck about the win or the loss. He came for the show. And that's Man. why I give him respect. I think just being able to see the athleticism of this guy. that and that grand age, that right there is a spectacle on its own. Especially compared to Roy Jones, you know? like I'm not going to disrespect Roy Jones. Roy Jones is working hard, but Mike was a spectacle. You know, I, was, I have, um, I follow... Mike Tyson on like on on Snapchat, yeah. and it's always his workout videos, right? Or like pictures and, and things like that. He's fucking immersed. The guy does electroshock therapy as he lives. Swear to God. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, bro, what, like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, you gotta chill, bro. That's super soldier serum right there, man. <laughs> super soldier. That, it, it, I feel like it's it's underrated the amount of like self dedication or selfishness and what it can provide to those around you. Oh man. I think that the word selfish is so negatively viewed. It's stigmatized. It's not fair. Yeah. I agree. It is stigmatized. Hella. How does anybody else, how do you have success? By being selfish. Look at Elon. Look at Jeff. Look at Mark. Look at Bill. You think they really give a fuck about what we have going on? Hell nah. They're like, I got this sick ass invention. I'm going to share it. And if 
and they're very, how do I put it? They have these great inventions that they share, but it's, yeah, to change the world, but it's to benefit on their own. They're trying to benefit. You have to do that with your life. Like, if you believe that you have something that you want to sell to the crowd, then you should do it through and through and definitely be selfish in what you've got going on. My homie, Gian, shout out Gian, Gian, bro. If you ever hear or see this, bro, I love you, dude. But he always tells me, bro, like, be selfish, you know? All my homies, we we realize we're all very loving, caring, giving individuals, you know? That's just how we are, and that's how we gravitate towards each other. But we've also been wronged because of things like that. Being selfish in ways has helped us grow in ways that I guess I can't even, like, necessarily put on a scale, you know? We've grown from selfishness. How do you incorporate... Being selfish being, into my life? Being selfish into your life. If I'm not interested in some shit, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna tell you like, hey man, like I don't really care about what's going on in this conversation. I'm being selfish by saving my breath and wasting it and entertaining somebody. I say I incorporate it into not going out sometimes, you know. Sometimes the homies be like, Let's go out and sometimes I'll be like, I'm tired. You know, I'm not going to say all the time because, man, I love to go crazy. But there will be moments where I'm like, I don't even really want to go out, you know, things like that. Sometimes you really just have to know what's for you, you know. It's not I don't necessarily know how to tell somebody how to incorporate being selfish, but, you know, you know, you know, when something doesn't benefit you. I feel like when we go and we do the things we do, we know that there's some type of benefit for it. Even superheroes do what they do for the, you know, the thought that they're doing the right thing. You know, they, they benefit from that thought. I think there's there's two thoughts that come to my mind. One of them is I want that, that vacuum to turn off. The yeah, f- I hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I, know. I, want, I want it to turn off. I texted Jess and said she can turn it off real quick. Um, we'll, we'll edit that piece out. Or we want. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> turn, turn, I hate it. It's the little things in the background, dude. I'm like, I can't do it. I, I mean, can't do it. I mean, but don't let that bother you. You know, she's 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 vibing. She's cleaning. You know. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. But like, from, I, I'm trying to. Be, I'm if I'm gonna be selfish. That's real. Like then, you're working here. Then, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, hey, I'm working here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But I think it's because of my, like, my attention. Like I, I care about what's going like it's not that I care about what's going on over there it's just that I know that I'm trying to focus here and I can hear this like me I'm like motherfucker I just why 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 are you there dog just, you know like ah damn right now you know yeah I, like it's I, like after a certain point like my voice fades out and all you hear is the back end <laughs> seriously dude oh man it's 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 thing. but I think I listened to one, one of my previous episodes Greg Winfrey one of my like one of my mentors one just a, a beautiful human being he told me one day I was in the middle of a training session with uh, with him um, shout out Greg Winfrey yeah shout out Greg he in the middle of the session, I was like, sometimes I, I worry about what the individual is trying, like what they want in the session and then what I am trying to provide them from a professional standpoint. And he came back with, do you think that Queen was making music for the crowd or for themselves? Oh, man, they were definitely making music for themselves. For sure. But... For 
the people sure. gravitated to that. You know, that, that's that's fine for sure. So there is a, like the, the benefit of being selfish is not just financial all the time, but like learning what does fit for you and then learning that it takes practice to figure those things out. I think you, you're right. You, you can't tell anybody particularly like this is how you practice selfishness. I think outside of just living your life and trying out different things and see if they work for you yeah. as you, who you are. Yeah. And so if I like to go to the gym at 11 o'clock in the afternoon, then that's when I'm going to go to the gym. By all because means. I have learned that if I wait till six, I will not be my best. Mm-hmm. I like to have meetings no earlier than 11 o'clock. That's when I'm my best. Mm-hmm. Anything before that, I realize that I might have a little bit of time to get, have a get up, but I've learned through having sessions at 5.30 in the morning and having sessions at 7 p.m. that I have a window where I am my best. And maybe it's selfish, but ultimately I'm also providing a better service to the people around me. Yeah. And so all day, if I'm more selfish, then they benefit from that. Yeah. Right? And so it's not just out, it's not just professionally, but it's also in, in communication with people. It's like, if I'm so I, I got to ask you, I, I yeah, do have yeah. to ask, yeah, yeah, yeah. would you define selfishness as doing what works for you? I would say, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that that's a, yeah. Yeah. Doing what works for you. I think that is, exact, I don't know the exact definition of it, but I would say that's exactly what selfishness we, we, is. We, right? we can look it up. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what that hits for. What is selfishness? I always thought that it was wrong to be selfish, you know, growing up and that's, I mean, that's, that's like where like our parents tell us like, don't be selfish, you know, share, share this, share that, you know, you hear from the teacher, you know, you hear from the, what's it called? The lunch lady, you know, you hear from, you know, your friends, you know, just growing up, you know, don't be selfish, but that's why it's a stigma because sometimes it's like, we you know, I, maybe I want to keep my crayons, you know, shit like that. You know, I, I don't want to share my toys. I know that if I give my crayons to Steve over there, he Steve, just might fucking break them. Steve always breaks my fucking crayons. Fuck, Steve eats crayons for Christ's sake, man. <laughs> 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 Sniffing glue. <laughs> I don't want to give shit to Steve. Fuck Steve. Yeah, man. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Man, Steve's a problem, bro. How does nobody else realize that? I may be, I may be trying to be a nice guy, but I don't always have to be a nice guy. Yeah, right. This is that. Go for it. Yeah. So selfishness is right. It's an adjective. It's of a person, action, or a motive lacking consideration for others, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. In short, doing what works for you. Yeah. When it works for you, but some people, they, I guess they they mix that. You know, they forget. To be selfish, not necessarily when it's convenient, but they just do it all the time. And that's when it becomes a bad thing, when you're only worried about you. People need to learn to distinguish selfishness from selflessness, you know? How do you distinguish them? By knowing when you're helping someone out, you're not benefiting from it. The only benefit you get from it would be knowing that you're helping someone. Connecting and understanding your fellow man is how you distinguish selfishness from selfishness. Selflessness. Yeah. There is a value to definitely like helping people, and it does feel good. Like mm-hmm. I like to tip. I, I yeah. If I, if I if even if I don't have a lot of money, then I'm gonna do my best to. Sometimes I'd be angry as fuck. Huh? Like I'll be like on a date, dude, and like I'll be like, I ain't taping this nigga, and she's like, oh. like, like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shotty, you lose her mind, bro. Like you're not gonna tip. I'm like. 
the customer service was bad. Why would I, you know? Sure. But I realized, you know, because, you know, tipping isn't even like, that's like, that's an Americanized thing. They don't really do that anywhere else, bro. It is. They're like, bro, like, I'm, I make perfect money, bro. Like, I'm cool. Where I don't like tipping is where you're at a coffee shop and yeah. then they like turn it over. And oh, I hate iPad like, flippers. They're like, all right, well, I'm just going to go make your shit real quick. I'll be right back. And then there's like, it's I paid $4, $5 for a coffee and it's like 2 3 or $4 tip. And I'm like. Bro, at that point, bro, you're like, you uh, might as well just say the coffee's 10 bucks. Yeah. Like, what, what do you want? Like, and all damn. you did was just ground up some beans. And the weird part is I still feel obligated to click the button. Because this is America, bro. This is America, man. <laughs> like, they, you see it in ad, you see it in TV, you know, to tip your fellow American, bro. You know, that's just what it is. It's kind of just, it's things that we, I guess, spend our entire lives seeing that we grow accustomed to, that we feel obligated to do. If there was no one telling you to stop at a red light, would you stop at a red light? If they didn't have all these fucking rule books and things, would you do it? To be honest with you, if it's late in the day, you be pushing that shit, huh? Oh, I'll t- I do all the time. <laughs> like I, I don't like if it's if especially if it's like one in the morning, and there's a if I'm at a red light. I'm still like I'm waiting, and I'm like, okay, what? I mean, what are we doing here? What are we doing? This what isn't a video game. There's no loading screen. What the fuck's going on? I'm turning. Might as well. I'm turning every time, or I'm going straight. Like it's usually like a left turn. It's like man, dude, I'm just. There's like there's nobody's going to bend you over the knee and spank you for it. No. There's because they do. Then I was like. <sighs> Man, what kind of person? Do. I mean, what kind of person? What, what else do you got going on in your life? What are you mad at? Straight up, straight up. What are you so mad at to where that works you? Up? Oh my god, he ran a red light. I'm gonna call the police. Like, bro, what's wrong? What's going on in your days where you feel like that, bro? To where this external factor is just burning you out so hard, you know? And that's another thing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, rip too much into this one, you know. But people tend to, you know, let their own lives suck so much they let things they let external factors ruin their day even harder you know people tend to say oh my life sucks but it's really just because you let it you know i have my bad weeks though you know like what two two weeks ago you know i was telling you bro i'm having a bad week but i feel great now we definitely have our downs but you can't stay down forever you know it does nobody any justice not any not you not the people around you <laughs> yeah. that's, I feel like that's who suffers the most. Straight up, straight up. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe. Well, maybe, maybe I take that back. It depends maybe, on maybe. it depends on the people that you know you're around. If they don't necessarily care for you, they're not going to reach out. But if somebody genuinely cares for you and you're down, and they they feel that when that happens, they feel kind of like helpless. Like there's nothing I can do to help this person, and they start to self reflect. So it's to each his own for sure. I think where I. I I initially wanted to say yes. It's because like if I, if I'm in a bad mood and I'm showing up to work and I'm just mad at everybody, treating everybody else like shit for no like because of my own shit that I haven't dealt with or that I'm like flustering myself over that doesn't really need like it's that it's done and it's over and now I need to problem solve the next step. Then why am I putting everybody else through something that I could have just dealt with and that doesn't really maybe matter that much. Mm-hmm. I feel like we make we think our problems are bigger than they are. Man, yeah, yeah, we do. Hell yeah, we do, bro. Shit, man. When I, I like to use like childhood analogies the most, bro, because when you're a child, bro, that's when you're most pure. You know what I'm saying? That's when 
things I, I'd like to say really tend to make the most sense. But when you were younger, you know, and you couldn't tie your shoes, and your shoe was untied, bro, it was like the worst shit ever, right? It was like, like my shoes are untied, bro, until you learn to tie your shoes. You know, the problem automatically goes away, bro. Like the problem, yeah, the problem sucks, and it could be a grand problem, but once you find that, that solution, bro, it's cake. And the satisfaction you get from that is amazing. It's a good analogy. Oh man, thank you. Thank it's a good you. Analogy. You you do bring on a lot of like uh, childhood analogies, but they're good. Hey man, I well I, I like repressed my childhood for like the past like four or five years, but now that I like to look back on it, I'm like, bro, this shit is like, this is a gold mine. This is who I am. I've been having this identity crisis for like the past two three years, bro. Like, who is Rod? What is Rod, man? You know, that's the persona I built up. And now I'm starting to really like break it down and figure out, you know, who I am. I have my own way of life, my own ism, if you will, you know. It's rodism. Ism, rodism. Can't you can't you can't you can't learn this anywhere, you know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody to pick up rodism. I wanna have my own shit, you know. That's me. Just like you have your own way of life. You have Benism. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> I think I like to think that we can select and choose the the character we get to play in this one opportunity. To play, Hell yeah. Right? Like, you can decide to tap in or lead into some some things that you really enjoy about yourself where you can, you can like, delete the ones that you don't. Like you can, mm-hmm. And it takes time. You don't just delete. It takes time to work through them and figure them out, and then you can move past them. But every single individual has the opportunity to select the thing that they want to do. I want to create a podcast. Okay, well, what does that mean? What does that take? And are you going to do the work to get there? Does that mean you're going to be doing YouTube? Does that mean you're going to be networking? Does that mean, like... And do you, if you, if you didn't, then you, did you really want to do that thing? And if you did, and you're not like allowing yourself to lean into it, then what's stopping you? Fear, insecurity, the community. Like, are you willing to look that deep, or are you just willing to just say, ah, maybe it wasn't for me, right? Like every single thing that we we have the opportunity in, in fitness, it's the choice of, do I want to be lean? Do I want to be strong? Do I want to be powerful? Like, and you, every single person has the ability to choose that thing or that sport. And surround themselves with people that are also in there that know more than they do that we can learn from. But we don't realize that, bro. We don't realize that shit at all. We don't realize that we're building our own story. You know what I'm saying? Nobody tells nobody tells people that. The only time you're really told you can do what you want is when you're a kid or when you're at a concert and the nigga that's already made it's like you could do what you want. But nobody listens. They don't listen because not everyone goes by that way of life. And if we did... We, as a society, dude, we would probably be at a golden age, but things are put in place and set in stone to where I don't think we'll ever realize our full potential, you know? And it sucks. It really does suck. But that's just how life is. You know, everything has a balance. You know, there are people that are fully realized and there are people that aren't. And in life, everyone will have their moment where they are fully realized, you know? But sometimes it comes a lot later than others, you know? Things like that. I think I realized it when I started competing in the sport, and finally, like, oh, if I if I work out more, yeah, then I get better at this. <laughs> and I can start getting stronger and start winning things. Weird. And then once I got out, it was like it was anything, anything that I wanted to picture myself doing. I had an understanding of I might not be the best today or tomorrow or in a month, but you watch me in a couple of years and see all that growth. Yeah. 
and then not only do I look back, and I think maybe not everybody, people like to see the immediate, like, oh, wow, he has mics, or hey, oh, wow, like, the the kind of, like the, the production looks pretty good. Well, it didn't start like that. <laughs> That's real. You go back to my first episode, it looks like shit. Yeah. It sounds like shit, right? I mean, my first episode was audio only. But, it, like, the, and it's not, maybe maybe that it doesn't sound necessarily like shit, but it doesn't sound as, as good as it does now. That's real. Right? But it took time to get there. That's super real, man. I, I, I'd like to say that's kind of my biggest obstacle right now is starting, you know? I feel, I have, I have dreams, you know? I, I feel like the outlet itself could go, you know, places. But I am just scared to make that leap, you know? But why? Why? Dude, I don't know, bro. I think it's like I'm worried about what other people will say, you know? But at the same time, I kind of like lead my whole life over like, fuck you, I don't care, but... I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things, man. It's just internal conflict that I have to work on. You know, I just moved out of the crib, out of my mom's crib like three weeks ago. And that was like a leap, you know, like I'm just going to take that step. That's another one of those steps in life that while I'm not ready to make the step, it'll come. It'll come. My foot will move on its own. Yeah. You know? I think that you would do well at it. I think that you have a voice. You know, thank you, bro. I don't like my voice. You know, that's why I'm going to play with all the tones and all that. Yeah, yeah. But well, I, I think that I think that I apply the word voice not just as in like the vocal um, presence that you carry, but also like the words that obviously come out. Like you, you can articulate well, appreciate that, and you create good analogies. Like you can communicate well. The more that you do it, you don't even get better at it. Hey, man, I appreciate that. That's church right there, bro. Thank you. Yeah, for real. Hopefully, I mean, I I plan to see hopefully here soon that you have your own your own thing going on. Honestly, dude, like this whole experience right here, like I'm in the back of my head straight fangirling. Like this is this is what I could do my whole life. I love talking to people. I don't really do too well in group conversations, you know, because it's just too much going on. You know, everyone has their own. It's it's like a battle of the brains, you know. But one on one conversations, or you know. Like small groups, you know, like max like five people. I can hang. I can't even do five. You're better than me. I can't do five. Yeah, but like, yeah, no, five is a five is a pretty grand number. I can't even lie, bro. That's too many lips just moving, bro. I feel like everybody's like wanting to get like the like wait for that at like point of silence that they can like uh, that they can interject and then yeah. like, like either start a new topic or it's like hey, hold on, we weren't done with the last topic. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I have something to say. Hold on, and it moves on. You're like ah. Damn it. Yeah, the nice. flow of conversation, it can become a fucking very vast one. It become like a hurricane, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. I definitely prefer like the one-on-ones. I prefer the, even like maybe two other people might be okay. I haven't done a podcast with two other people, but because I do get distracted so easily, it's hard. And I, That's I do, real. Like, that's why I like personal training. Like I don't really like the group classes as much. I feel like if, if we're coaching group classes and it's like, you're just like saying a lot of words out into this open area. Hopefully, yeah. somebody grabs and listens to it. Um, not a lot of opportunity to like give like um, high quality coaching to each individual. So then, in personal training, then you're just it's one on one building a relationship and That's real. really understanding where this person's coming at. What do they like? What do they don't like? I'm gonna, I always ask like, hey, do you mind if I give you a physical cue? Like, can I can I touch your back real quick and show you what I'm looking for? Yes or no? No, I don't like being touched. Okay, now from on, from here on out, I will not lay a finger on you. That's real. And it's my job to remember that, and I love, and I love that I can understand and remember what people like and don't like. Oh, yeah. I like hit style classes. Cool. 
That's what we're going to do. That's you know, right. Like, I want you to enjoy this experience as much as possible. What can I do to help benefit that? I, I still got to have a one-on-one with you, bro, but... We do. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll work on that. You know what I'm saying? I really wanted to come today, bro, to show you, like, I mean business, bro. Like, you know, like, I did, I did not want to get sidetracked. This is on my mind all week. Like, we're going to do this. Let's get shit done. It's a, it's a, it's a fun experience to like continue to dive into, and I hope that it motivates or gives you something like gives you a framework. Because I feel like a lot of times, I, I am inspired, my brother. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I think that there's a lot of times in business that people don't want to show the inner working. Or tell you why they do something a certain way, mm-hmm. and it's like why? Like why are you? I put it like this: you don't ever see the ins and outs of a trap house, bro, because that's where they conduct business. That's where they make all their money. They're not gonna show you how to do that, because then you're making some of that. You know what I'm saying? People are selfish, and in that context, it's fifty fifty. You know, like they're selfish for the right reasons, because you know they don't want to lose. They don't want to make any competition. But at the same time, people need to realize everyone can eat. The size of the table is big as fuck. You know? Everyone can eat. I have, there's a movie called The Platform on Netflix. Yeah? That I would encourage you to, to watch. And That's my homework. The For Platform. Sure. And they, this this will hit home. Like, this, this conversation and then that movie, if you pair those, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah? And, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a... Of a understanding of like a little synopsis yeah yeah. there's a very large table with plenty to eat <laughs> and you can see people people's greed over their situation and it is it's probably it's one of the best representations of what we're just talking about really yeah the platform the platform shout out the platform yeah bro hella yeah. you ever read animal farm as a kid yeah, as a kid, but like like seventh eighth grade. I encourage you to read it as a grown man, bro. Okay. I I tend to do that very often in my life. Like things that I enjoyed as a kid, I will revisit it as an adult, and I'll see the extreme, drastic differences in the content that I'm watching. You know, because messages apply. You know, a lot better when you're old and you can really understand what the fuck is going on. You know, I say Animal Farm is. I actually have it in the car, but Animal Farm is a really good fucking book. Done. Okay, yeah. I'll add it to my list. Yeah, bro. Right now we're watching Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings? And I was it was like my, my go-to as a kid. Oh, yeah? That's what I watched all the time. I got the extended versions. Really? I had like the the sword that I got for Christmas. <laughs> I pretended I was Legolas. Like, I, fucking, I, I was in it, dude. I loved it. Dude. And now watching it again, I've... I have an like a different understanding of each film as its own individual. I used to always say, "Oh, number two is my favorite. Like the second Twin Towers, the best movie there is." Really. And now I'm watching the first one again, and I'm like, all the things that I thought were in part two, are in part one. Wow. Do I really like part one more? Like it sets the scene that you see Gandalf like, "You shall not pass." Like all that. Oh damn! That that's first, in part one. That's all the first one. Really, dude? I haven't even seen Lord of the Rings, bro. I know, bro. I know. I was like watching you just Come go right on, now, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I've oh, never even seen no. it, bro. I've never seen it. Sorry, confession not time. Right. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings fans, please do not crucify me. You, you gotta. It, it's it's <laughs> one of those that's just. I watched. I watched a bit of it with my boy T because he's really into the, you know he he's pop culture galore. You know, like sometimes it's hard for me to keep up, and 
I'm watching it and I'm like, dude, this takes a little second to, you know, pick up. But I will I will lock in, you know. The most I know about Lord of the Rings culture, there's a game, it's called um Shadow of War. And then there's another one called Shadow of Mordor. They're under like they're under that same universe. Uh, like the, that's with Sauron, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the the Lich King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the main villain and you have the light ring and he has like the dark ring or something like that he's the bright you, you play as the bright lord and you That's just conquer cool. everything damn no it's really fucking immersive like all the orcs like they all have their own dialogue you could train your orcs you could fucking get them to fight for you go and like sneak and like um ambush people and it gets crazy what is what is, uh, what is the sign xbox playstation pc it's basically on yeah all those not nintendo but nintendo doesn't really have many titles it's a family game you know it's really good though. I'm gonna have to add. I stopped playing video games a little while ago, and I'm kind of sad about it. Just, I think I lost that, like being part of, like being a kid again. Like I, yeah. I lost a little bit, a bit of that. Bro, think, there's no age limit to playing video games. I know there's not. I I know. I I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I I played League of Legends. I don't know if you ever heard of League. Oh, of League, bro. Yeah, League is funny, bro. I like League. Yeah, <laughs> the community sucks. Yeah, is toxic as shit. Yeah, kind of blowhardish. It's terrible. It sucks. Yeah. Fucking, it's like, what do y'all do? Like, why are you playing ranked games if you're just gonna fuck off? Yeah. Why are you trolling so hard, bro? Like, what's the yeah, point, bro. Man? That that man. I used to um in middle school. I used to get like bullied by kids that played fucking League of Legends. So that's why I have like a thing against it. Like, and they were losers. Like, I, I can bet you right now, as a grown man, like I'd kill those guys. You know? like, and it's so crazy. Like, I let them like live in my head. That's they crazy. played the fuck out of League of Legends though, and like I saw a gameplay for it, I was like, "This is not my shit." But it's funny though; it's really funny. I play this mobile game, you know, and I just got into it like a week or two. Shout out TET, man. When you when you see this, if you see this, if you hear this, man, I love you, bro. But fucking, he put me on Mobile Legends, bro. And it's like League of Legends, same like play style and all. But I say it's it's not it's a lot it's a lot nicer, bro. It's League of Legends on the go, you know. Is it TFT? What's TFT? It's like you can like play little little characters and then yeah. like you can level them up to three stars and then like there's yes. a battleground yes. that's happening. So yeah. there's three lanes, the gold lane, the EXP lane, and the mid lane, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. And right. okay. you just kind of like fill your role. So um, if I'm right, some people go to the EXP lane, they just farm minions and they get buffs. There's no like level one, level two, level three thing. It's more so you just keep stacking buffs until your character... Well, you just have to make sure like your like your gameplay goes with the flow of the game and you're as strong, if not stronger, than your teammates and enemies, you know? And you just go around and you just farm kills, bro, and play your objective, destroy towers, but you can't physically go and attack a tower until like um until a minion comes and they attack the tower with you and the minions draw on all the damage. It's really fucking fun. It's the exact same thing as like legit League of Legends. So I just described League of Legends to you, but on the phone. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow, <laughs> it's really fucking cool. Like they have like they have better crossovers too. Like my homie was just showing me um T man was just showing me um what's it called the Transformers in it, bro. He has Gridlock. Gridlock. Yeah, Gridlock's the fucking tank, and the character that plays the tank is a literal like he's like a, he turns into a car and he like shoots three back right so. You'll like turn into gridlock. You'll turn into the tank, and you'll shoot three like cannon shots back to back, and that'll be like your special move. Holy shit! Yeah, no, it's fuck. It's a good game, bro. You ever you know what um, Jujutsu Kaisen is? No. It's an anime, and there's a character named um, 
Itadori, Yuji, right? They have him in the game too. And it's just like, it's a lot one of crossover. Of, yeah, hell, bro. And crossovers to me are like, that's like the peak of pop culture. That means that they put the money to they put the money aside and they're all about you know creativity and sometimes it's a little different. Some people really just care about the money, but it's creativity for sure. Like I, I like you know what Fortnite is. Yeah. You know, I like to have everything in Fortnite from Goku to Darth Vader to the Doom Slayer to fucking Kratos to yeah. Master Chief. I think that's the greatest stuff ever. Like, you know, to all the Fortnite haters out there, all I gotta say is grow up. <laughs> really, <laughs> really, honestly and truly, like grow up. Fortnite is probably one of the greatest games ever, and I will say that as a grown man. I will look into that camera right there and say, hey, Fortnite is one of the greatest games of all time. There you go. When the fuck ever are you going to get LeBron James to shoot at Batman? <laughs> Straight up. That's a good point. Batman's fucking shooting at Naruto, and Naruto's shooting at Goku. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a fucking crazy, huge, respective universe. You know, like I, all I can do is just admire it. I feel like I never got into the, like playing it actively enough. I played it at like friends' houses. And Bro, they stuff. just put Optimus Prime in it. If that doesn't sell you, I don't know what does. <laughs> I think that it just takes, just like anything, so much time. Yeah. To get good at, and I like to be good at things. That's real. That I get frustrated and under like I'm gonna have to play this every single night. <laughs> That's my problem. I haven't played video games in like what feels like forever, but. Which is crazy. I like got on you about it earlier, but <laughs> yeah. at League of Legends, I, I spent thousands of hours. Really? Thousands of hours. Doesn't that shit like blow your mind, bro? Like spending thousands of hours on a game. Like, what did I do it for? Part of it's like I think there's a, there's a, it's not just it's not empty time. I think there's no. there's a lot of opportunity to like relax, to disconnect, to like make my brain work. I'm not fucking mm-hmm. off, right? I'm 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 actively engaged in a, an entire game. Oh yeah. It takes a lot of effort. My, Gamers are very intricate. Very. Like it takes a lot and I value that, but at the same time, for better or worse, I also value trying to make money. Hey, dude. There's nothing wrong with that. Just don't let greed consume you. I think that I can be selfish and not greedy. Right? Like, those are two different things completely. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I can do I think I've done a pretty good job of, of doing that. Yeah. Um and I think it's little things like there's somebody with you know, you give them twenty bucks on, on the side of the road or, or you're tipping like sometimes I'll tip hundred percent of the tip. Or hundred percent of the bill. So I think it's a hundred bucks, I'm gonna tip you hundred bucks. Dude, like, really? Yeah. Dude, that's like that's crazy. I love that. You, you're like, your karmic cycle is fucking, I bet, so like golden. Like if there was like a chart for these things, bro, like I bet your karmic cycle is great. I love it. Like I, I like to, if you see somebody like stop on the side of the road, I will turn around. I'll be that guy who's like the weird dude. like, hey, do you need any help? Like, that's, no, that's good. I think we need more of it. No, we do, bro. We do. I mean, I, I try to, like, you know, play my part, but I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a saint, you know? I'm very far from a saint. Who is? Yeah. Yeah. I, very I much so. Up. Like, I'm, I'm talking about some highlights, right? But yeah. I've also done shit wrong. Hey, that's that's real. I've that's also real. judged, uh, like, the hitchhikers. I've always wanted to pick up a hitchhiker. But yeah. I've judged a hitchhiker. I'm like, nah, nah. Like, people like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not letting you in my car, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might put a knife to my neck. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. That's not even like prejudice. That's just being selfish and concerned for your own safety. So I get that. 1,000%. Yeah. Selfish is, like, 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 and I think this is like the concept in general, bro. Like, selfishness is just, oh, hold on. 
watermelon break, y'all. Selfishness is just understanding how to benefit for yourself. You just can't let you can't let that consume you. Like anything in life. You can't let the world just act upon you. You gotta act upon it. I think is a beautiful way to say it. And one of my it's it's still pinned on my on my profile, but the guy came on and said Steve came on and said he does a lot of dance classes. And he said, you can be the person who stands on the wall and is just a victim to what's going on, or you can be an active participant in what you are doing. Hmm. And go up to somebody and ask for a dance. Wow. And I was like, you can either be a victim or an active participant. Wow. I want to be an active participant all day, every day. I, and I need to stop being a victim. <laughs> there you go. That's real. I need to stop standing there looking crazy all the time, bro. But I say that's just another part of me being very introspective. Sometimes I get really insecure, you know? I think that's part of it. I think that's part of the reason that I didn't, like, I stopped smoking weed as much. Yeah. It made me more insecure and, like, overthink. Like, I already overthink. Really? Yeah. I smoke a lot less than I I have in, like, it's, like, the past six months, bro. I've been smoking a lot less, and I have a lot more mental clarity. It's probably why I'm able to have such a fluid conversation right now. Because, dude, I used to smoke backwards, back to back to back every day, like my first year of college, bro. And then I started to realize how fucking incoherent I was, you know? And people, they took advantage of that. They took advantage of how incoherent I was, bro, and how I didn't really, like, say much or, you know, speak up for myself. And they fucking ran with it. Like, my trust issues got torn up. And it made me just, like, real, it made me, like, you know, just reflect, you know? Like, maybe I do need to... Learn my limits and understand the gauges to having fun, you know, things like that. Selfishly, you had to take a look back and realize you, what you, you are comfortable with participating in. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to take care of yourself. Yeah. And so maybe smoking every single day isn't the best thing for you. Oh, no, bro. I smoke weed every day, baby. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, got to gotta put that one out there, just... You know, not every hour. Smoke weed every day, not every hour, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a difference. Yeah, no, it's a key it one, is. bro. It's a really yeah, good one. Honestly, bro. like, it's, it's, do you smoke in the morning, do you smoke in the night? Like, I used to be the same way. It's like yeah. every single day, all day, no matter what, going to school, going to practice, going. So yeah. yeah. It, it didn't matter. Any time of day, every single time of day, we're just smoking blunts after blunt after blunt. Like, and it's just like, okay, like, after a certain point, it's like, man, I'm starting to feel kind of like an addict, bro. Like, I'm going to chill. I'm it's falling back on this, you know? And there's a difference between being like, oh, like, this is this 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 situation is stupid and I need to smoke, and being like, oh, man, I dropped my pencil. I need to smoke, you know? Like, you're just finding every little excuse you need to to go and hit the blunt. Like, you don't need to hit the blunt every time, Jack. Okay. Time. Well, oh man, time, time, time. I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, bro. Honestly, man, if you ever want to just do this again, bro, you know, chop it up. I am all ears, and I have an open mouth. I'm blah 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 blah. Pause on that, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I definitely appreciate it, and thank you all for tuning in. I love y'all, and love it has been real. Yeah. Love you too, man. You are a blessing. Thanks, man. And I'll say it. I'll say it again, bro. For the niggas in the back, you're a blessing. Thanks, brother. Take care. Hey, man. You too. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Ben Navarro's podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and all other major podcast hosting platforms. Be sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes.